Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition Politics and Radamic Berto is your host. Thank you, Sayel Kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Robert Devon, welcome aboard. He calls Michael Rodden a youngster because he hasn't reached that good old five. Oh, good morning, Maywood. How are you doing today? Likewise, we have with us Eric Hayes, Bridge MCP. We missed you yesterday, but it seems like you had a the most necessary great excuse, and that is being with family. Thank you so kindly for being here today. Lee Grant says, hey all, looks like we're officially a third world country. G8 job. Great job. I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Maywood says, good afternoon, everyone. Is everyone going today? And Michael, did you ever get over or figure out what was wrong? Then we have, uh, who else have we got here? We've got uh, Paul Fleming says, hit that like button. Folks, if you are on Facebook, hit the like button. If you're on, on YouTube, please go ahead and give us that thumbs up. Give us that thumbs up. And with us as well is, let's see, I called out Bridge or beautiful Bridge MCP. Now we also have with us Deborah Ann Barjan. Presente, she says. Welcome. And Deb Denny, she says, hello. Long time no see. Well, Deb, where have you been? We've been missing you. Paul Fleming, ATL, checking in. Yvette Avery Herod, nuestra preciosa mujer, with the union. Welcome to Politics and Right, Yvette. And Michael Rodney says, I'm listening today. No commentary today. New glasses on Monday, I hope. Before we say anything else, I want to ask Michael Rodney something, buddy. That $800 glasses. Um, look. After you mentioned that, my mind went into spurs. It went and, and it just started doing the things that we have tolerated in this system. That you just need a few pieces of glass in front of your eyes. Something that is manufactured for probably no more than a dollar or two in glass materials and what else. And then they're going to charge you $800 for it. That is healthcare in America. You know, but we do it. You know, we do it. Whatever the market will bear. Rodney needs some glasses to see. A medical condition. Glasses. And, well, he can come up with $800. He's fine. But Rodney, remember what you've studied here with us. What all have studied here with us. Most Americans, and I know probably everybody here is doing just fine. But we are an empathetic bunch. Did you know that probably 80% of Americans, if they had to choose and whether they could get that $800 glasses or not, they could not? This is America today. You know, uh, Brother, uh, brother uh, Lee Grant started his discussion today saying, Hey, y'all, looks like we're officially a third world country. Great job. We've been a third world country for the 80% of Americans who cannot afford health care, who cannot go to the doctor, who, is, who are put on waiting lists for three or three months to see a specialist. And you talk about Canada and why we don't want the kind of medicine, single payer, because of Canada, they have waiting lists. We have longer waiting lists than Canada if you don't have a premier insurance policy. If you have that HMO that you can afford, yeah, you're going to go and be treated like cattle. Please, let's really, 
really see how things are. Welcome aboard. Nanette Bird Smith says, hey, y'all. And let's see who else have just joined us. Mike Sisek, brother Mike Sisek. He says, even the leftist constitutional lawyers are coming out against FBI raid. That's pretty bad when the abuse of power in the FBI is so obvious that you brought an example where uh, where the former governor of New York, Cuomo, said that they better have a good explanation. If they went there, they have a good explanation. Come on now. Wake up. Michael Ronnie says, we are a third world country for the 60% of Americans who make so little that they don't even pay federal income taxes. Imagine the super majority uh, of Americans are struggling under the current economic system. That is so true. That is so true. Norman Reynolds says, hey, one, two, we're in. Pardon. Michael says it's 61% of Americans who don't pay federal income tax. And Paul Fleming replies, when you have, when you have a want-to-be authoritarian president who won't comply on giving back documents that you shouldn't have never taken, then the government will come knocking. What is worse, what is worse is more than likely Trump got a lot of classified information because he wants to sell it. We know the crook that he is. We don't have to talk about how crooked he is. Nanette Bird-Smith says, Nanette Bird says, Deb Denny says she has a question that I missed. So I am looking for that question, Deb, that I missed. So bear with me as I find it, you know. You guys come first. Deb Smith says present. Then let's see what else. Where Deb Denny says, have you, Deb Denny says, have you talked about Indiana's abortion ban? Georgia allowing fetuses to be claimed on taxes and Wisconsin outlawing voter drop boxes. At some point in time, we've touched on each of those. In, I don't think we touched on the, the, uh, the, the Georgia law. Actually, Georgia, that is a backdoor way of saying making sure that any time a woman vacates a fetus from her body, given that it already has legal status in Georgia, you're committing murder. Yeah, these guys are crazy. I mean, uh, these guys are completely crazy in the way... They are uh, trying to stress things. Now, on the Indiana law aborting, uh, uh, on abortions, um, they're, I think they're the first state actually to outright outlaw abortions, even with uh, incest, if I, incest and rape, if I recall correctly. And as far as the drop boxes, hmm, look, let me tell you about the, the election. You know, they want their people to vote as well. They can try to put obstacles and obstacles and obstacles. What 2020 showed us is you keep putting the obstacles, we go around them. But it's our job to let people know about the obstacles earlier on so that we can, in fact, go around these obstacles. Uh, let's see. Um, Paul Fleming says Trump actually looked to Hitler for leadership. I, I heard that. A book said he looked at his generals and he said, why couldn't you guys be like the generals in Germany? The, uh, Austin, not Austin, one of them asked him, why? Clark, I believe, why? Which, 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 which generals were talking about Hitler, he said. Hitler. And from Mike Sisak, Andrew Cuomo. 
DOJ must immediately explain the reason for its raids and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation and legitimacy of January 6th investigation. Cuomo, look, Cuomo is only right for aesthetic purposes. In no, whenever the DOJ or anybody comes and comes knocking, they don't tell you what necessarily they're coming knocking for. The only reason to do that is to placate the Trump sycophant, and I don't mind the DOJ doing that at all. I think, in, you know, I think it's important for them to do that. And that's all Andrew Cuomo was doing. Andrew Cuomo wasn't trying to say it was anything wrong that he was doing, Mike Cisak. But your guy, if you are really a Trump sycophant, uh, it worries me. I, I hope you continue trying to get fruitful information here, but it worries me. Hillary was cleared. Why do you always do tit for tat? But it doesn't even really matter, right? Hillary was a trumped-up stuff, right? Egberto, you know Bad Orange Man personally? Whoa, that is something. Why? Uh, no, I don't know that personally. Trump's raid was led by Trump's own FBI director. How ironic. It's amazing. It is ironic, right? Uh, let's see what else we got here. I thought third world theocratic dictatorships was what you MAGA heads wanted. I don't know. Michael Ronan says they have probable cause for a search warrant. That's the constitutional requirement of a raid. Reuters, FBI searched Trump's Florida home as part of presidential records probe. Bridge MCP says the FBI that Trump hired had to go to a judge for a subpoena, got it, and Garland approved. All straight up. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, the IRS will come knocking for the middle class for sure. Yeah, you can go ahead and buy all that crap from the right. Defend uh, all those rich folks that refuse to pay taxes. And in doing so, cause your family stress. Cause your family distress. How can you protect your family when all you're really doing is protecting the wealthy from paying their fair share to ensure that the country can prosper and to stop them from being the parasites that they are. Again, I repeat, the parasites that they are. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see. Wish the IRS would go after the ones who pay, uh, uh, who pay not the ones who made a mistake. That's, you know, they look, I've been audited twice. It's okay. You know, it, it, I've been audited twice. It's not a big deal. Deb Dennis says, yeah, it's always a political stunt if they, are, they go after your side, but necessary and legal if they go after your opponent's side, right? They didn't scream at all when Como, I mean, Comey came out and accused Hillary Cl or, or, or spoke about Hillary Clinton and her, and her emails, right? Oh, it was fine then. Paul Fleming says, the House Ways and Means Committee has the approval to get Trump's taxes. Amen. Mike Cisak, Maywood, actually they don't. Sorry to burst your bubble. The classified boxes of documents were already gone back in February. No, they didn't get all of them. And that's why the subpoena. So don't try. You can try. You can try to redeem Brother Trump, but you likely will not be successful. And, and you know, people are getting it. Even some of the folks that were on Trump's side are kind of saying, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a friend of mine at Daily Coast, his name is Frank Vian Walton. 
he caught a little piece with Dershowitz. And Dershowitz, uh, you know, I really started to say things like, mm, what Obama, what, what? Well, I, I, I tell you what, I, I hope I can play it. I'm going to see if it works. And if it works, you guys will get a chance to see it. But, but before, let me set her up and make sure that I think the connection monitor is working. And um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to see if it, if it plays. All right. Did you guys hear that at all? Was that? Did you guys hear that? Because what I'm going to do is recue it. I, I think I have it set up correctly. Did you guys hear Mar uh, Mar uh, Bartiromo in that? Because this is a new setup that I have here. I want to make sure that it goes. So tell me, folks, if you heard that video that I just tried. AVQ, did you hear anything? No, no, no. Okay. That means I have to set up the monitor. All right. Tell me if you're going to hear this now. Okay. Okay, still nothing. All right. Bear with me one second. Let me let me straighten this out till I get that working. I think I uh, choose audio. Bear with me one second. I'm going to try to get it. I think the audio device is going to be this. Let's see if that works. Uh tell me if this works now. Some very good things passed. Um, he is not an exciting, okay, that looks like dynamic it's working. All right, let me, let, me, let me set this up for you. Very low and muffled. I think I got it fixed now. I think I got it fixed. I think I got it fixed. All right, um, let me set it up here. It turned out that, you know, remember Dershowitz came out in defense of Donald Trump all during the impeachment trial and all that kind of stuff. Well, he happened to go down to Fox News and he said something that somehow... Uh, you know, it went against the Fox line. And they, uh, and Maria Bartiromo went into a tizzy fit. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Remember, this was a past strong supporter and defender of Donald Trump. So much so that he had a problem going back to Martha's Vineyards or whatever the place is called. But check this out and then we'll go ahead. Let me go ahead and blow this up a tad bit. Uh, more, see if you guys can uh, see it any better. Let's see if that'll, let's go ahead and do it like that so that you can see it a little better. Check this out. We'll then take it on the other side. Well, let me ask you about all of these approval ratings. There is an issue in every corner of his agenda, even though they are pushing through this spending bill this morning in Washington. What does he need to do to regain support, or is it at this point over? He needs to step aside. Well, he's done great things in Ukraine. I think he has done good things on domestic policy, gotten some very good things passed. Um, he is not an exciting, dynamic candidate who's going to get things done. He is the candidate who restores normality. And if uh, Trump is going to run, I think that even a low-ranking candidate with a, essentially moderate views, he won't win, but Trump will lose. So nobody's going to win this next election 
if it's Trump versus Biden, it will be who has the most negatives and who loses the election. Nobody's going to win that election. Well, I want to ask you about that because you supported Trump and you were trashed for it in the uh, in the public. Uh, you wrote a book about integrity. We'll get uh, slip in a short break and get back to that. Talking about uh, integrity and what is going on in the two systems of justice at today's Department of Justice. Stay with us. Alan Dershowitz continues next. Welcome back. And I am back with Alan Dershowitz. Alan, I got to get back to something you just said, because you said Joe Biden was moderate. You said he has moderate p policy. You said he's passed some good things. You said he did a good job in Ukraine. I don't know what you're talking about. This is not a moderate president. OK, we have another spending bill that they're negotiating right now, uh, which will likely stoke inflation. And on Ukraine, he offered Zelensky a flight out of there on, on you know, on week one so that Russia would just take over. So I don't know what you're talking about in terms of uh, Joe Biden being moderate, Alan. Compared to who? I um, mean, compared to President Trump, who I did not vote for, I defended him against an unconstitutional impeachment, but I didn't vote for him. But compared to President Trump, uh, President, uh, uh, the, the current President Biden is a moderate. So is his attorney general. A no, moderate. he's not a moderate. He's not a moderate. It's just not well, true. And I know that's the BS line that Democrats have been trying to sell us since day one during the campaign. But his actions and his policies are indicative that he's not a moderate. But but let's move on, because you wrote a book about integrity. And this morning, we're talking all about integrity. And Do you, Did you see uh, what happened there? Uh, they, they went to a break after. They went to a break after Dershowitz started to say that, oh, Biden is a moderate and Biden is doing good things, etc. And after the break, I wonder, do you think Trump gave her a call? Do you think Trump called and said, how dare you put that on the air? How dare you do that? And then, and then you hear what happened. She comes on and she really starts to terrorize good old Der Dersh Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz was a good guy for them. But now he made the mistake and said all the wrong thing. Check that out on our website. If you, or rather, actually, it's at, at, it's at dailycoast.com. They have a couple more out there. All right, let's, con let's go ahead and continue, first of all, with what you guys are saying. Let's see what I got here. Eric Hayes says, no, that's not Eric Hayes. Uh, let's back up here. Deb Denny says, yep, it's always a political stuff and you go with your side, but necessary and, and uh, legal if they go on the opponent's side. Paul Fleming says the House Ways and Means Committee has been approved, uh, has the approval of Trump's taxes. That's a good thing. Uh, let's see what else we have here coming down. Paul Fleming says, now the Republicans want to refund, defund, refund. They want to defund the FBI. Whoa, I wonder where they got that from. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Robert, Dav I mean, Robert Davin says, Mike Cisak, thanks for admitting that the felonies committed by Trump go all the way to February, but there should be no legal action for his break-in because taking classified documents out of the White House is illegal, correct? Yes, it is. All right, we also have Lee Grant says, some say the attack on Trump will benefit DeSantis. I think it will. Uh, let's see what else. And many progressives think DeSantis is a white supremacist. He is. Fascist authoritarian. What then? Well, what then is if for some reason DeSantis were to run, 
we have to make sure that most Americans understand who he really is. It's that simple. Uh, let's see. Eric Hay says he has not restored normality. He has torn it up. And both are old and need new ideas. The top house of office, Biden, will be pushed out. And his party is saying as much now. We'll see. We'll see. Deb Dennis says Biden is a centrist right. I agree with you, Deb. Michael Rudnan says a left president would have pushed $16 trillion towards the Green New Deal. Whoop, whoop. I agree. $5 trillion is bare bones minimum. What's the Democrats pushing uh, the infrastructure investment? Something like $300 billion. Peanuts. Melanie Keelan says, good evening, all. Well, welcome, Melanie, from España, from Spain. Eric Hayes says, is this, is he, he is not a moderate at all. Period. Punto finale. Okay, it's not punto finale. It's punto final without the E, brother Eric. All right, but no, he's a moderate. Guys like me who are really want more stuff, he's a very moderate guy. Bridge MCP says, Twitter is filled with going to be a civil war thing again. The funny thing about it is you have a lot of wackos and militia. Let's say we have a 10 million of them, right? The country is 330 million people who don't want to go to civil war. We have... 330 million people who they may not, you know, they may be sort of polarized, but they're not polarized to the point that they absolutely abhor their neighbor, their Republican neighbor, their or Democratic. Most people are not there. I've been talking about civil war a few times. We ain't going, we don't have the necessities for a civil war. We have a loud group of yahoos who are talking civil war. They don't have a lot of stairs. Look at this guy. He's about to get sentenced and he's on, uh, and he's on social media talking about civil war and, and going out. I mean, you know, we, these are, look, I, I shouldn't say it this way, right? But a lot of people you hear talking like that are people everyone has left behind. And I, I want to reach those people, believe it or not. Everybody has left them behind. Progressives have left them behind. And Donald Trump has left them behind, hypocritically making them believe he's on their side. You know, that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. Uh, let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Paul Fleming says, Republicans, don't you get it? Law enforcement only are supposed to control minorias, minorities. Mike C. Sectomay would. No, it wasn't. Trump was working with the National Archives to determine which documents were personal and which were official. I have an answer for you. None of them are personal in the White House. It is all official in the White House. In accordance with the Presidential Records Act, this raid was uh, to snoop around to see if they could find anything that is illegal according to the law. Actually, according to the law, that is legal. If we find something on the side, even if it's not related to what we were searching for, legally, you have the right to get it. Guess who do it all the time? Police officers always go into the car of a POC. And when they go into the car of a POC, they say, ah, look at what I found. No, I found that little plastic bag there. That's not what I was searching for in the first place, but I found it. We got you. Oh, but when it happens to Donald Trump, it's different. You know, they're in trouble when even Alan Darshwich dares to tell something closer to the truth. I agree. Eric Hayes, Dems own the defund rhetoric. Apparently, you guys want it now. You want to defund the, you want to defund the FBI. In other words, you guys are talking defund the police. The FBI is the police.
Paul Fleming says, if Trump feels so violated, he has a copy of the subpoena. He could, uh, he could show Americans how he, how he feels violated. I agree. All right, Green New Deal, money in the real left pocket. Okay, before I continue reading those, I, you know, I, I made this one prematurely, but when I, all I had to see was a Karen on the screen saying, Donald Trump is being searched. Legal subpoena. I had to jump and say the following. The downfall of Donald Trump really began. Guess what? They are currently invading Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago right now. So, folks, get ready for the real thing to begin. Because as is necessary, finally, the FBI seems to be acting they must have some real information, finally, on the crook-in-chief, the thief-in-chief, the rapist-in-chief. Wow. This would be great if they finally got down to the bottom of who Donald Trump really is. We always knew the president was a thug. We always knew the president was a criminal. Yes, I know that he's not yet convicted. So everything that I just said... Put alleged in front of it. But guess what? From the way he has behaved, is it really alleged? Well, for now, for legal reasons, the alleged thug, the alleged criminal, the alleged rapist, the alleged thief, the alleged all of those things, the president, former president of the United States, Donald Trump, things may have come home to roost. They have definitely come home to roost and his folks are going are in a tizzy. Let them hyperventilate for a little bit and then come into the fold. We 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 have open arms waiting for all the people that Trump fooled over the years. We're here waiting for you. We want you, we love you and we say that from the depths of our hearts. All right, uh, green new deal is money in the in the real left pocket. Hmm, okay, whatever that means. Mike Sisek says I'm curious, though, since we know Hillary and Obama removed and destroyed official documents, when will we be raided in jail? We don't know that. Where did you get that from? Oh, I forgot. Right-wing media, the media that lies to people who are receptive to their lies. Hmm. Okay. Let's go raid the Obama who stole those papers, and let's go raid the Hillary who stole those papers. But I know it's not the regular Obama and Hillary. You know, what can I say? D. Rabbit White, welcome to Politics and Right. Lee Grant says, with global warming increasing, we should buy Greenland and it to the Green New Deal. Well, you know, actually Trump wanted to buy Greenland, you know. He said it. You know, the guy, again, the guy doesn't have much upstairs. I, I mean, I just find it, I find it amazing, but to put it bluntly, I find it pathetic. You know, there's a time when you earned you earned people following you for something, right? You earned it. You earned it. What in the hell did Trump earn to deserve the following that he has? Other than playing on people's... Well, let's, let's, let's leave that alone. Dev Denny says, billionaires are despoiling Greenland for its resources, further exacerbating climate change exactly 
Uh, Lee Grant says, this is political oppression by the ruling party. Punto final. I like that. Punto finalissimo. Now, the way you spell finalissimo is not Spanish. It's actually, I believe, Italian. Can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that spelling is Italian. Uh, you know, they're all Latin languages, so tu sabes como la vaina. Eric Hay says, Egberto is giddy. Enjoy, bud. I'm not giddy. I'm just happy that somebody's finally getting to the crook in chief. That's all. Michael Renner says, I wonder, will the FBI tell the people if they found classified documents taken from the White House to uh, Mar-a-Lago, which would be a crime? We know the crime occurred because they already took boxes away. They took boxes away. Robert Davin says, those Civil War wannabes should look at Ukraine. The Ukrainians are not asking for AR-15s to fight the number two military. How do they think their ragtag rebellion would stand up against the number one professional military in history of the world? Self-delusion will lead them to prison, and that is, should be anyone willing to take up arms against our great nation. Saludos con café. Meaning I drank a little bit. I was giving you a, a cheers with the coffee. Deb Denny says, time to make your pitch. I love my peeps. My peeps, are all, my peeps always have my back. So let's go ahead and make my pitch. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers, all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there last but not least we also write books as you see it class warfare the only re resort to right-wing doom how to make america utopia are two of the many books that i've written on these issues so please support us in one of many ways numero uno you can support us at paypal either one time or monthly go to politicsdoneright.com slash paypal you can support us on patreon that is politicsdoneright.com slash patreon patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n you can support us by becoming a part of our youtube channel going to politicsdoneright.com slash youtube or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics Done Right depends... Absolutely so, folks. And don't forget, please support my uh, GoFundMe. I'm heading to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Let me make sure. I think it's next week. Uh, we are on Radio Row. Next week, we are on Radio Row, meaning that we actually get a spot next to all the politicians and the, the activists and the writers, etc. They all have to cross our path. There are only a few of us that get that honor and lucky for us. Politics Done Right was one of the ones that made, made the cut to be on 
Radio Row. There are going to be between three to 5,000 people, if not more, progressive bloggers, progressive activists, progressive writers, uh, politicians of all stripes. They're there. So I ask you so kindly to support us at our GoFundMe. That is uh, politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. politicsdoneright.com slash netroots is how we are funded for that particular trip. One more time, politicsdoneright.com slash netroots for those who are listening to this on podcast. All right, Paul Fleming says a grand jury declined to indict the white woman who accused Emmett Smith, Emmett Still of Emmett Till of rape. But you can go get Bill Cosby. He's guilty, but so was she. Yes, she was. Okay, let's see. Michael Rodney says, Berta, pardon mind reading this one out. Of course I don't mind, sir. And your statement is, those on the actual left would defund capitalism. Replace it with a better system that prioritizes the needs of people and deprioritizes corporate greed, whether with democratic socialism or something else, a conversion of different, a conversation of a different time, for a different time. You ever hear Biden talk about replacing capitalism? No, he says he's a capitalist. No, that's because he's not a leftist. Now watch the conservatives lose their minds. Let me, let me just first say this, okay? Um, I first believe in humanity, human beings, right? And if you believe in human beings, that comes first. You build an economic system around humanity. You build an economic system after you decide what the wants and needs are for the people that you want to support. In other words, you decide what type of society you want, and then you create an economic system that fits that. Remember, an economic system is not divine. It is created by human beings. We decided to create this, this arcane, uh, immoral system called capitalism. And because they say, oh, look at all the great buildings and look at all the money that it has created. Not reminding you that it has really created it for just a few in mass. And not reminding you that most of the things those builders of capitalism build, they can't use or go into. They're, if you go downtown Houston, you have the biggest amalgamations of beautiful skyscrapers. Precioso. If you go down to the Houston, on the, I mean, we got a lot of beauties, a lot of great things that were created that we can't go into. That wasn't really made for us. We built it, you know. I mean, and, and we were from, from, from slavery right up. And that is what I'm trying to inculcate into people's minds. Don't buy the rhetoric. Don't buy the narrative. There is a better way. Free enterprise, right? That's what we want. Free enterprise, not capitalism. Free enterprise with a strong social safety net where we remove all essentials that humanity needs out of the for-profit domain and all the other things, you guys can go fight about it in the free enterprise system. It's not anything that, again, we decide what kind of economic system we want. And in that economic system, you go to the hospital, no problem. You have a basic place to live, no problem. If you want more, you, you, you know, it's a bifurcated economy. And it works perfect, but do you know why they're scared to implement that? Let me tell you why they're scared to implement that. 
Because the fat cat sitting on the top, their biggest fear, ask the Powell Memo, the writer of the Powell Memo, who realized America was getting smart. They want you to believe that somehow those executives up top are more than just parasites. Remember this. These guys have the real gig. You go to a, you you have the honor of being accepted to a good business school that teaches you capitalism's foundation. You get a chance to then be hired by the democracy. Wow. Man, you're almost there. You're almost there. And you then earn the right with those two eventualities or being invited in, you earn the right to profit off of the labor of the masses. You get a cut of everything that they do. You know these great big high prices that we got for gasoline? The price of oil, crude oil, didn't really go up for the people who make the crude oil or who mine the crude oil. But these corporate executives, they went and they salivated. They held on to those prices as long as they could. They held those prices high. And then at the end of the fiscal year, they said, wow, we got to get rid of all this money. Bonuses here. Bonuses there. Bonuses everywhere. And shareholder value. We buy back those stocks. They, they go out. I mean, great. Only a few percentage of the population get into that. That was money they took out of that poor woman's pocket. That was money they took out of the pockets of all these people because they had price and power. They just took it. And then they spread it out and then they think they did something. They didn't mine the oil. They didn't pump the gas. They didn't create the science behind it. But they're going to the bank. That's capitalism. And you know, those of you that don't have a pot to piss in right now and that are out there Oh my God, we got we got to keep this system the way it is. Those of you out there, ask yourself the question, who are you fighting for? Are you fighting for your family, your wife, your daughter, your sister, your mother? Or are you fighting for some ideal or some narrative given to you by somebody who doesn't give a damn about you? Because that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. They can, they can paint it however they want. The fact that they do what they do is evil. It's evil. Okay, continuing with my great people out here. Thank you for that one. And thank you, uh, Brother Rodnin, for giving me that, uh, that segue into saying something that I need to say more often in several shows. I need to say these things because... We have, we have been so indoctrinated that we don't see the reality. All right, new, new, new bill taxing fossils. More now, so get ready. Ah, same old crap. Uh, Paul Fleming says, to raid Puttas, you need coordination of a judge, the FBI, and the Secret Service. To raid a person of color, all you need is a lie. True. We've seen it in action. All right, we also have from AVQ, all you need is a police officer lying and a judge. I love that. I love that. I love that. Come on, get out of there. 
uh, I had my phone connected to the system and somehow I got a call and it came in. All right, continuing, continuing. Uh, free enterprise meaning everything is free. Oh, oh boy. How do you pay for the free, free enterprise? Actually, uh, Eric, I thought you were an accountant, brother. Free enterprise is what capitalists like to give you the impression that a market system is. But a market system under capitalism isn't free enterprise. What we want is real free enterprise, which is not something, which is not something that we are afforded. It's imperative. It's imperative. Okay, let's continue here. Let's continue here. Para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, so please, Eric, look up the word free enterprise, please. And if you see capitalism as a scratch, scratch it out. I, what I want is real free enterprise. That guy who owns the pizza shop and all of that, I want him to remain existing. That guy who owns the grocery store, he must remain as well. Guy who sells gasoline, hell no. That's a resource that belongs to us all. And the technology to frack and all of that didn't just come out of the brain cells of those capitalists at all. Remember that. Study, 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 study. All right. Paul Fleming says, to, oh, I read that one already. We got Deb Denny says, Michael Rudnan, they, re, they, they recently found an arrest warrant for a woman for false reporting that they never acted upon at time. Paul Fleming says, who else is convinced that Trump sold American secrets? I am. I think that's why he went away with that classified information. That guy will sell his mother. In fact, he placed his wife, he buried his wife on his land because by making it a cemetery, collects no taxes. I mean, oh, the, oh God. But, you know, those sycophants, it, it drives me crazy. But, hey, I still love you all. I, I mean, I really do. That's why I don't, if you notice... I try my best to be civil with you, all of you. I'm talking about my righties now because I don't agree with you. There may be some things that you're right on, but for now, most of what you talk about is wrong. Provably so. Provably so. Uh, let's see. E2247 says, Bosho, hello, relatives from occupied territory of Botewami. Ho, chunk, and oh. Why are you going to speak something I can't speak, brother? The West Bank of Michigami, meaning large water. In Shigashi, <laughs> I love you, e 2247 but I don't know what the hell you're saying in that message, brother. I, you know, I don't know what you're saying. All right, let's see what else we got. Carl Cox says, Carl Cox has made the two great comments already. Carl Cox? Carl Cox? Just said he's made two great comments already. Something in those comments must have prevented it from getting to me, Brother Cox, because I'm looking straight down this thing and I don't see comments from Cox. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Egberto, you invented fracking. Hmm, you should be rich. I invented fracking? I didn't invent fracking at all. In, fracking was invented by, actually, I don't know, but it's a very old technology. Fracking is very old technology. People have been fracking for a long time. Norman Reynolds says, heard something recently. The market is not a jungle that is left to grow wild, but a garden that needs to be tended so that it behaves for the benefit of everyone. You know, that sounds like free enterprise to me. 
because again, if you're tending it, there are certain things you're not going to, I mean, there are certain plants you won't put in there, right? Like healthcare, uh, like energy, like certain, you know, certain things like that. You know what I mean? Vanity Fair. Donald Trump may have buried Ivana on his golf course for the tax break, we know. It is completely shocking that a man known for years of dubious tax schemes, including ones characterized as outright fraud, would do such a thing. You know, um, he doesn't have, Trump doesn't have a focus. He doesn't have a, what's the word that you like to use? There's nothing ever stopping Trump. But I have another funny thing from, uh, from our good friends at Fox News again. You know, we always talk about crime. They always talk about, you know, the Democrats are causing crime to go up and all that good stuff, right? Well, you know, every time you give Fox News the truth, they go into a tizzy fit. I want you to check this other one out because this one was funny as hell as well. And let's hope it works. And I also think we have to look at crime in a really important, inquisitive, and civil way. If you look at counties and cities and states, crime is higher in red and Republican states more than it is in liberal cities. And sorry, I'm sorry. Blue can, can cities, it, can crime is going up rampantly. So you can Lexington, talk about red Kentucky, states, Kentucky, but let's talk about where the crime Jacksonville is happening. Jacksonville is the murder capital of Florida. Can I just address this from an actual factual point, not a deflection? That was almost a useful conversation. Fox doesn't like to acknowledge inconvenient facts like that red states on average tend to have more crime. That's simply indisputable. Uh, they don't like to talk about that, but yet it does occasionally crop up. You saw there a woman trying to point out, look, we can talk about Chicago or whatever, but let's be clear, these red states and red cities, she tried to list them but was shouted over, actually have more crime and they melted down. They could not accept the the destruction of their narrative. Now, that doesn't mean that like the crime is specifically because of conservative ideology, but I don't know that maybe there's something there that we could dive into. We could figure it out. And you know what? I, I, I don't like that statement that he said, you know, because we can empirically figure it out. And how do we empirically figure it out? You have more guns, you have more shootings. Let me tell you, here in Houston, right? Or near North Houston. A woman gets out of her car, she gets into an altercation, the other person is driving off. She takes out her gun and she starts firing at the car. If if you can't, let's see, Egberto, you can can you play just the first part before the noise? Uh the first part before the noise. Okay, I'll I'll play it over again. I don't know what you mean, but I'll I'll try to do it again and see if maybe I messed up somewhere. Here we go. And I also think we have to look at crime in a really important, inquisitive, and civil way. If you look at counties and cities and states, crime is higher in red and Republican states more than it is in liberal cities. And sorry, fact, I'm sorry. Like blue can, can cities, can I, can I, crime is going up rampantly. So you can Lexington, talk about Kentucky, red states, Kentucky, but let's talk about where the crime Jacksonville is happening. Jacksonville is the murder capital of Florida. Can I just address this from California. an actual factual point, not a deflection? There you go, guys. So that is the reality. The real crime, crime is higher in red states than blue states. I do not find that at all. You know, first of all, uh, all, all the things, all the things that you find 
uh, about crime. No, no, uh, Lee Grant, actually the crime rate is more per capita. The crime rate is higher in rural areas, okay? So using the, the thing like them cities, DAs would rather not prosecute is not the answer. Check it out. It's actually in rural areas where, you know, I've got my gun and I'm drinking my liquor and all that stuff and I blow somebody up or shoot somebody down. And we also know the data is skewed because, you know, if somebody gets popped with a cap, the, the, the sheriff in the little town might say, hey, just go to the hospital and kind of blew it off. You know, you don't, it's not like in the, in the middle of the ghetto where there are a lot of POC, something goes down, you go into jail, you get in a record. Here in Kingwood, our kids don't get records. Are you kidding me? They don't have to present themselves to the, to the system. They don't. They need not present themselves to the system. So the FBI doesn't even count that some occurrence occurred. You guys have to remember, BS in, BS out. That's why I always tell you, be careful with what you're reading and understand how the data gets where the data gets. So as far as you're concerned, Lee Grant, no, crime rates higher in red states because all the things that occur in red states are conducive to higher crime. Poverty, higher crime. Less education, higher crime. More guns, higher crime. I mean, it's not at all inconceivable that it is endemic to red states why there is high crime. Okay? That's all. I mean, the, the, all the factors that we've talked about that creates crimes are more prevalent in red states. Poverty, education, guns. What does that breed? Crime, crime, and crime. It's not magic, Lee Grant. What occurs in red states are large blue cities. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you actually made that analogy because you're actually correct, Brother Grant. In large urban areas where you have poverty, lack of education, and guns provided by a sector that don't make guns, you know? And what do you get? High crime rates. So, you're, you know, we are in agreement, Brother Grant. Again, education. Again, what else again, Grant? Education, uh, poverty, and guns. Crime. And we have to add drugs into that, cheap drugs. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're... we're in a, and it's just that... What's more prevalent in red states than blue states are those three factors, poverty and all that good stuff. So, And henceforth. Do remember, the blue states are in fact supporting the red states because they are poor. And they are poor because of policy. It's that simple. Big, big bifurcated of income structures. Lee Grant says, the high crime rates could be tied to broken family structure also. I agree. Lee Grant, we are in agreement. What are we discussing here? You are right, sir. Cheap drugs don't cause crime. Expensive drugs cause crime. Understand what I'm saying uh, there, Michael Rudnan. Remember crack versus cocaine. Crack was a cheap form of cocaine that could spread through like cancer because, what again? And when you're at the bottom, that occurs. But that's for another subject because we're running out of time. Lee Grant says the high crime rates could be tied to broken family structures. I agree with that. Carcock says, does anyone see my comments? 
I just saw this one. So there's something with the others that you're making why it doesn't come through, I would assume. Uh, Paul Fleming says, I wonder what the feds will find the next the, uh, in the text between Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones. Oh, that should be fun to find out, shouldn't it? And families broken by unfair policing. I agree, Robert Davin. Eve hits the nail on the head. And let's see, we got uh, Eric Hay says, fentanyl is rampant because of no policy to deal with it. No, because of capitalism. We'll talk about that another time. Dev Denny says, Carl Cox, if I, I only saw one way up there about sycophants. I didn't see any other. Yeah, I think he must be putting something in those, um, in, in those mails that are causing somebody to filter it, and I am not sure what it is. May Wood says, Michael Rodney, not sure if I should laugh or cry at this one. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. My beautiful, uh, well, you're beautiful too, Maywood. I thought, for some reason, I thought that came from Dev Denny. And I was going to say beautiful Dev Denny, but no, it's from Maywood. But you know what? I call women beautiful and men handsome, Maywood. Right? Here we go. Eric Hay says, no policy but letting cartels run it. Thanks, Biden administration. You keep, you keep living in La La Line, Eric. You know, you keep leave, living in La La Line. It, it, I don't know what it does for you, but you, you keep living there if you can. I mean, my, I, I, don't, I don't know how many people can stay there forever. And I, don't, I trust that you won't either stay there forever. All right, folks, please remember we are getting running out of time right now. So remember to kindly support our program. All the links to support our program can be found at politicsdoneright.com slash support. So just click on politicsdoneright.com slash support. Find, we have 10, 15 different ways you can support our, 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 our program there. Heading out a few minutes early. Catch you tomorrow. And remember, no intro commentary this week. Oh, my God. David Page is here with us. He says, there are, have already been a thousand jokes about how many ways a toilet can betray Donald Trump. And Robert Davin says, May Wood Rick is regurgitating Talking Points 101. No thinking required. I think, you're, I think you hit the nail on the head, Robert Davin. And uh, please, folks, again, support us at politicsandright.com. Support. And please support our action, our trip to Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, we cannot do this without you. Or a trip to Pittsburgh, PA. Here is the GoFundMe for that trip. Politicsunright.com slash netroots. Politicsunright.com slash netroots. Look, guys, I could not do this show without you guys. I want to thank you so kindly for always being here. I want to ask you so kindly to be sure to share not only our, um, our program, but I don't know if did I ever um, did I ever give you guys where our anchor podcast is? Remember I told you a lot of our a lot of our views come from like Spotify and all these other places. So let me go ahead and give you a link. Uh, let me log out of this one. I'm in the wrong one right now. So let's go ahead and log into another one. Bear with me. Let me change the screen so I can make the change. Uh, let's see, I'll go ahead and say, let's see if that'll work, that'll not work, let's try that again, see if that'll work, that work, oh, come on, don't do that to me, I'm almost done with the show, 
and I want to give them a new link. Okay. All right. Bingo. That's going to work. Now let me get you to my Anchor podcast. All right. Enter the dragon. Please remember, folks, you can also visit our podcast at... Para ver dónde está ustedes, dónde está ustedes, dónde está ustedes, dónde están. I'm looking for it as we speak. Uh, I, earlier I showed you the Egberto on the run. I need to show you the one on politics done right. I think that is coming up now. That is coming up now. And what I need to do is go to the public site. So podcast availability. I don't know this stuff all the time, right? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. All right, let's see if it's here. Uh, I think it's act- actually, I know where it is. I know what it is. All right. Uh, please visit me at anchor.fm as well. For those of you who just like, uh, let's see if that's it. Okay. Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. That is it. Here is the Anchor podcast for those of you who have never been there. That is where, uh, that is a podcast that connects to Spotify, Apple. Uh, and just about every other one, you know, every podcaster, if you guys ever want to do that. Anyway, folks, my name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I generally say, I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.